I want to invite you to join us for the first ever Bitcoin Business Owners Roundtable. On May 22nd, Paul D. Joe, co-founder and former COO at Mudwater, will be sharing about online marketing and using Bitcoin to accelerate your efforts. In addition to helping scale the well-known coffee alternative, Paul is also behind Casey Cattle's recent Bitcoin adoption that went viral on Twitter. After Paul shares, there'll be a live Q&A along with the time to share insights and network with fellow entrepreneurs. You can find a link in the show notes to sign up. Be sure you'll be able to say, I was there when your progeny asked you where you were for the first ever Bitcoin Business Owners Roundtable. Welcome to the Business Bitcoinization Show, the show dedicated to helping you enrich your life and grow your business with Bitcoin, the hardest money on planet Earth. I'm your host, Josh Friedemann, and our guest today is John, who's the founder of ZapRite. Now, ZapRite is a company that helps businesses with Bitcoin invoicing, project management, and expense tracking. It's in its early days, currently in beta mode, and right now, maybe not in the future, but right now, it's free to check out and use. I can imagine ZapRite being a tool that many, many companies will use as it begins to offer a robust alternative to companies like QuickBooks and Square and other companies like that. Now, before we get to our interview with John, we do have this week's Bitcoin Meetup Spotlight. And this week, we're going to Asheville, North Carolina. Asheville Bitcoiners is the place to be to talk Bitcoin in Western North Carolina. They invite plebs, maximalists, and no-coiners alike to stop by their friendly gathering at Zillicoa Beer Company every other Thursday from 6 to 8 p.m. You can find more information about Asheville Bitcoiners on their meetup.com page. Join the group to get event details and updates. Also, join the Asheville Bitcoiners Telegram group and follow them on Twitter at AVL Bitcoiners. That Twitter page is linked below along with a list of other Bitcoiners. Bitcoin meetups across the United States. To find one near you, follow the link. You'll be able to look by state and by city, and there you'll find the best person to get in contact with for more information. One other thing that's worth mentioning is that the organizer for the Asheville meetup actually created the Bitcoin game. If you want a fun way to introduce Bitcoin to people, especially who enjoy board games, this would be a great way to do it. We actually played the game a couple meetings ago at my local Bitcoin meetup and enjoyed comparing the incentives of the game to the incentives of Bitcoin in real life. So once again, the Bitcoin board game for all your Bitcoin board gaming needs. Now, we're going to get to our interview with John right after this. Business owners, unlock the benefits Bitcoin has to offer your business with the Bitcoin for Business Quick Start Guide. This 27-page guide highlights the six ways you can grow your business with Bitcoin. Check it out in the show notes. John, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me, Josh. Really appreciate it. Good to be here. So I like to start off every single interview with a few questions that help us to get to know you a little bit better and give us some insight for our own lives. Are you ready for these? Absolutely. Let's go. When and how did you first learn about Bitcoin? So the when is easy. That was 2013, middle of 2013. The how, I wish I could remember. I think I read an article. I'm pretty sure it was like uh, an article about, you know, Silk Road or Mount Gox or something. Um, I really piqued my interest. Um, and I started uh, reading a little bit more. Uh, I started to try and buy Bitcoin. Uh, that was really difficult to do, especially up in Canada in 2013. But I kind of spent a couple of weeks, a couple of months, like digging in, uh, you know, downloaded, uh, you know, the, the full blockchain, was running my own node. 
um, you know, writing down my private keys, uppercase, lowercase, all this kind of stuff on a piece of paper. Um, and just trying to like, you know, buy a little bit of Bitcoin here and there to figure it out. Um, and then for whatever reason, kind of just like, you know, lost interest in it and, and then came back again in around 2016. And that's when I really kind of um, started to pay a lot more attention. Got swept up into all the ICO, like all coin madness of 2017 and came out the other side of hardened Bitcoin maxi. Um, and then uh, so that's pretty much been uh, my journey into it. Yeah. What's an insight or a fact about Bitcoin that you wish that everyone understood? For me, I think it's all about how it lowers your time preference and just makes you a better person all around. And it, um, it just has these profound effects on every aspect of your life, um, your, you know, your health, your education, your relationships. Um, it just changes you fundamentally as a human being. So putting aside, you know, the, the, the fix the money, fix the world aspect of it, um, I think it's kind of like it, it wants you to fix yourself. Uh, and you have this like much lower time preference about everything. And you start to have, you know, these hope for the future and these grander visions and you want to become like a healthier person, more educated person, a better person. You start to shape your relationships around uh, like lower time preference. Um, and I think that's something that, you know, if people knew that at the start and didn't concentrate so much on the charting and the money, like that would be, a, that would be an awesome intro for people. What's the Bitcoin resource that you most recommend to other people? For me, honestly, it's all about uh, in-person meetups. Um, just getting getting together with other Bitcoiners, uh, talking, trying different things, building different things, uh, attending meetups, attending hackathons, just getting in there and showing up. That's, that's really what I try to kind of promote to most people um, because I think that's, the, that's the, the number one way to get people to kind of, uh, you know, really understand what Bitcoin is and what we're trying to do is just to surround yourself by other like-minded people. The next question is this, beyond Bitcoin, what's a resource or an idea that's been valuable to you or your business recently? Again, I'm kind of going to answer two questions at one here, kind of like leads into the same kind of concept of community, um, really about like building a community and, and recognizing that Bitcoin is a, a community like grassroots, like ground up, like movement. Um, for me, you know, I... Before coming down to Austin, where I'm based right now, I lived in Canada. Um, I lived up in the mountains, small town in a ski resort. Um, and my only connection to Bitcoin was Bitcoin Twitter. Uh, and the profound like change that I like went through when I came down to Austin and surrounded myself by like other amazing Bitcoiners and like fell into the Austin Bitcoin scene. Um, you know, there's there's meetups like every week. There's like amazing developers, other founders, investors, like just Bitcoin enthusiasts. Um, you know, nothing can beat the like in real life experience of, of surrounding yourself by, uh, you know, with other Bitcoiners. Um, so for me, it's all about community. It's all about um, this idea of, you know, building, you know, building that like solid base around yourself. Um, and that has had like a huge effect, not just on me personally, but on the business as well. Um, because, you know, like I said, Zapra just started out as a, you know, a hobby business. Like any, like a lot of people have these kind of like small hobby businesses on the side. Um, but really landing in Austin and, and, and dropping myself into the community uh, had a huge effect on like, you know, springboarding that business out into the real world and getting it noticed by, you know, users and investors and things like that. So, yeah, community is huge. 
And now we have our final, what we call arbitrary but insightful question, and it's this. As a general life principle, is it better to ask why or why not? For me on this one, I always try to ask why. Um, and it's more of a it's more of a kind of life reevaluation tool, like just constantly reevaluating your decisions, calibrating your life. So it's like, you know, why am I doing this right now? Um, you know, why am I walking this path? Why am I spending time with this person? Why am I building this feature in ZapRite right now? Like just constantly asking you this question of like, why? Why am I doing it? What is the benefit to it? And it kind of just forces you to keep second guessing your decisions as you go through to see if anything has changed or any material facts have changed that might change your mind. Um, so just constantly asking why, just recalibrate yourself as you go is, uh, is a really good, uh, really good way to live. Meet Linkster, your premier Bitcoin-focused advisor. Linkster caters to businesses, institutions, family offices, and high net worth individuals. They merge your unique financial goals and needs with Linkster's Bitcoin expertise to craft your own sustainable plan to preserve and grow the value of your hard-earned profits and retained earnings. At Linkster, it's not just advice, it's tailored execution. Connect directly with the founder by visiting Linkster.com. That's L-Y-N-C-S-T-E-R. Dot com Linkster. Secure your future with Bitcoin. Today's episode of Business Bitcoinization is proudly brought to you by Vellus Commerce, where the future of business technology meets Bitcoin. As we journey through the era of Bitcoin and its transformational impact on businesses, there's one name that stands out. Vellus Commerce. Whether you're looking to build a cutting-edge website, a seamless mobile app, or custom software, Vellus is your go-to team. They've been diving deep into the world of Bitcoin since 2014, making them one of the most experienced groups for integrating Bitcoin and Lightning payments into a variety of digital platforms. But here's what truly sets them apart. Vellus Commerce doesn't just build. They bring a wealth of knowledge to ensure your project's success from day one. Their team understands the nuances of Bitcoin, ensuring that your business stays ahead of the curve. And for all business Bitcoinization listeners out there, Vellus Commerce is offering a free consultation to kickstart your project the right way. So if you're ready to future-proof your business in the coming age of hyper-Bitcoinization, head over to VellusCommerce.com or reach out on Twitter at Vellus Commerce. Let's make sure your business thrives in the Bitcoin era. So John, we're here today to talk about ZapRite. I'm really excited to hear a little bit about what you're doing. And I think this is going to be a tool that many, if not all businesses will need in the next five to 10 years. So excited to talk about it. Maybe first of all, could you give us an overview of ZapRite and some of the things you're offering and looking to offer in the near future? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so ZapRite, just to kind of give a really quick uh you know, intro as to, to where it came about. Um, you know, I mentioned it was a kind of side hobby project for me um, for a while. Uh, and it really came out of a need that I had myself to, to build an invoicing tool. Um, you know, I started working for Bitcoin companies earning Bitcoin three or four years ago. Uh, and I needed something that I could send out a proper professional invoice and get all the email notifications and the live price rates and calculations when somebody clicked to pay the invoice. So there was you know, they put out all that kind of negotiation between you and the client. Like, well, here's my Bitcoin address. And okay, well, like Bitcoin's worth this amount right now. So pay me this amount. Of Bitcoin. You know, you cut all that out if you have like a proper tool. Um, so that's really where it came out of. It's just need I had for myself. So the invoicing aspect of it was really the first kind of, you know, feature that I built into the MVP. And that worked great. Um, and as I started to, to build it out, I, I quickly realized that there was a, a big need for you know, additional features, uh, like along the lines of merchant tools, you know, like uh, POS and like checkout forms and things like that. Um, 
as well as the kind of project task management side of it and then the accounting side of it on top of that as well. So, I mean, what it is right now, like I said, the MVP has invoicing. It allows, if you're a freelancer or a contractor, you can basically, um, you know, spin up a hosted payment page. You can uh, add your branding, add your logo, uh, connect the wallet. Uh, we've got like multiple different wallet connectors in there. So you can connect, uh, if you're running an Umbral or a MyNode at home, you can connect over LND or LNBits. Uh, if you've got a Strike account, you can just punch in your Strike username and that will connect right away. Um, or if you have even a Stripe account and you want to offer like card payments alongside the Bitcoin option as well, you can add your, your Stripe account. So we allow all these like wallets and uh, accounts to be connected in from third parties. And then we allow you to have this hosted checkout payment page. Um, and the, right now, the like I said, the MVP, the feature that's in there is the invoicing. What we're going to do is we're going to roll that out and we're going to have like multiple features and uh, POS tools, uh, merchant services tools, checkout buttons, payment links, donation pages, small e-commerce things like product links and things like that. And all of them will just funnel into this like checkout page that you've created, which allows you to basically, you know, have all of this Bitcoin payments infrastructure without the hassle of like running your own node. Um, you know, you can connect something like Voltage as well if you just want to run, you know, allow Voltage to look at, look after your node infrastructure and you can just connect in and we'll just use the API to, to do all the payment structure uh, to your node. So it's really about building these really simple UI UX tools that anybody can use to accept and manage uh, Bitcoin payments, but without having to do all of the tech kind of infrastructure stuff in the background. So we have a lot of people listening to this show who are familiar with Bitcoin, others who are just learning. So some of what you just said may have seemed like a lot. Practically speaking, how could someone uh, begin to weave uh, ZapRite into what they're currently doing? How much do they need to change to make that happen? Just maybe give, give us an idea of how easily this could be woven into the current business structure of a business out there. Absolutely, yeah. So, I mean, the easiest kind of uh, integration is if you are a freelancer or a contractor, um, which again is how, how I started off and what I built the product for. So that was the kind of the initial target market. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're a freelancer or a contractor, you're probably using some kind of system, maybe like QuickBooks or Square Invoicing or some kind of invoicing system. Um, so essentially, ZapRite is, is the same thing. You know, we've got the Stripe credit card integrations, but we also now offer the Bitcoin payment integration as well. So, you know, if you wanted to start using that as a freelancer contractor, it's as simple as just literally punching in your email address and signing up. That's it. After that, you can literally hit create new invoice and you can have an invoice created in two minutes. That's really how simple it is. Um, And that would be like a basic setup of maybe just dropping a Bitcoin address onto the invoice. Um, And that's it. Add somebody's like email and then your line items on the invoice and hit send. And that's really about as simple as it is. Um, And what happens then is when that uh, email gets sent out and your customer pays that invoice, um, we will send out the notification emails, we'll send a receipt to your customer, we'll send a notification email on, you know, zero comps in the mempool and then one comp when it actually gets confirmed. Um, And then we stamp that transaction into the database so we have a record of it and we've got a record of the USD cost basis or whatever the fiat currency is that you denominated the invoice in. Um, and so we have all of those details, the timestamp, the transaction ID and everything in there. So we can actually start to build like a bigger picture of your business on top of that. So like one of the features that we'll, we'll start rolling out soon is more of a, an accounting side of things where we can actually show like, well, this is how much money you brought in this month or in the last like three months or six months. Um, and then when we kind of like build out a more robust expense tracking system as well, you can add those in so you'll get like a much bigger kind of like, you know, 
summary of how your business is actually performing uh, on Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we can give you like more detailed reporting uh, around, you know, cost basis, profit loss, like uh, unrealized capital gains, things like that. So a couple of points of clarification here. First of all, is this when you are charging people who are going to pay in Bitcoin or is this something where you can uh, invoice in Bitcoin and dollars? For instance, could someone pay uh, one of these invoices with a credit card? How, how does all of that work? Like essentially, is this just for the Bitcoin side of business or can this be eventually the uh, full replacement of QuickBooks? Yeah. So right now what happens is you can, for example, if you connect your Stripe account as well, if you're, you know, merchant and you have a Stripe account, you can connect that in. And then you can also connect like uh, your, your Bitcoin addresses on the invoices. So when you send them out, the user, the, the, your customer can actually pay that in either using a card and it will go through Stripe. We use Stripe Connect and it will just like deposit straight into your own Stripe account or they can pay it in Bitcoin. So your customer actually has both options right now and they can kind of choose which one. We will be adding features in there on top of that in the future, which kind of incentivize users to actually pay with Bitcoin. So you can maybe add like, you know, a custom discount on like Bitcoin or Lightning payments. So it kind of like, you know, when the user lands on the, the hosted payment page, they might see a little like 5 or 10% discount badge on the Bitcoin side of things. So they like, might be incentivized to kind of check that out and see like, oh, well, maybe I can get myself some Bitcoin and pay this because I'm going to save 10%. Um, so, yeah, I mean, at the moment, either, you know, they can they can pay, as I said, in either card or uh, Bitcoin. Um, one of the things we'd really love to solve uh, in the future is actually having the invoices paid in fiat and then auto converted into Bitcoin for the ZapRite end user. So no matter what the payment is for the invoice or the service or the product or whatever goes through the checkout form, we can have that auto convert uh, to Bitcoin on the other side. Okay. There's a lot of there's a lot of services that currently do this, um, you know, like uh, OpenNode, Ibex, things like that. Um, all great tools, but they're all you know um, you know fully KYC, fully custodial. Um, and so, what I'm trying to build is something that like you know keeps that like more non-custodial aspect, where you can connect your own wallet and be in 100% control of your own funds. Um, and so, if we can build tools around that, that like give the same services as those other custodial clients hopefully we can you know instill in people the the importance of self-custody this might be a bit of a stretch connecting this question but one of the things that you had talked about earlier was low time preference am i thinking right now kyc bitcoin is a little bit higher time preference that might be a a hot take but i'm i'm sort of curious here how does zaprite kind of work with the low time preference side of Bitcoin. And maybe for people who aren't as familiar with the high versus low time preference, you could describe that a little bit. But also, how is ZapRite kind of embodying some of those low time preference aspects of Bitcoin? Yeah. So just to give a quick overview of the, the low and uh, high time preference. So uh, high time preference is means you're giving more value to the immediate present. You want that like instant gratification. You want things now. You want things like quickly. Lower time preference means you're you're valuing your you know your future more. So you start to look more into the future. And as I discussed that earlier, you know that kind of has effects on. Well, I want to become healthier. I want to become more educated. I want to save money because I I'm you know I have that low time preference thinking of like looking more out into my future than the high time preference thinking of like you know. I want that item now or I want that like item of clothing or I want that like piece of fast food like now. So that's kind of the general, you know, high time preference, low time preference thinking. Um, in terms of, you know, the Bitcoin side of things, 
again, I think, you know, really what I want to do is like, I'm really a huge advocate of self-custody and, you know, privacy in, in general, but certainly self-custody and minimizing that risk of having third parties like hold the money because, you know, we've seen time and time again, and obviously like Satoshi talked about it is, you know, we're, we're putting trust in, in third parties that, that can and have a history of like failing us. So what I really want to do is I want to build these same tools that like custodial services offer but build them for a non-custodial marketplace. So just allow people to still keep like 100% control of their wallets, of their funds, but give them these amazing UI UX experiences on top of it as well. And it kind of like instills that low time preference thinking in them is that like, I need to like be responsible for my own money. I need to look after my own money and my own savings and my own future um, and get that like kind of ingrained in people like right from the get go. Um, which I think the, you know, the custodial services, you know, for all the, the, the great service that they do offer, they, they, that's not one of the things that they, you know, heavily promote is self-custody because obviously their business model relies on the custody side of things. So, yeah, I mean, at Zapride, if we can, if we can force people to, to take that lower time preference approach and, and, you know, like think about the self-custody aspect of it, then, then we're going to win for sure. Is that anything that you would help with as far as education or partnerships? Because I, I saw that, you know, on your website and even just in your answer just now, you don't provide uh, any custodianship of, of Bitcoin. But obviously, businesses will want to know how to take custody of it, assuming they adopt that lower time preference approach. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, you know, as, as just to kind of go back on what I've said, as much as I want to promote self-custody and promote, um, you know, uh, people like look after their own funds as much as possible. I do recognize the, the, the part that these custodial providers play, mm-hmm. which is why I'm, you know, integrating some of these into Zappo. You know, if you already have like a strike account, which is, you know, obviously custodial or, you know, an IBEX or open node, like we'll work with these services, we'll integrate the APIs and we'll allow you to use them. And we'll, we'll offer you these tools on top of, um, on top of those custodial services. But one of the things that I, I would really like to do is to actually like educate people around that. So I think maybe in future, um, we might try and you know have a certain aspect of our business might be to try and like promote this idea of self-custody and have you know a lot more um, you know a lot more content out there, particularly on our website and blog and things that just runs through you know how you can actually you know, bring your business onto a Bitcoin standard, but stay completely in control and self-custody your funds. So we might have like, you know, a series of tutorials, videos, blog posts, things like that, um, that actually kind of explain a lot of, um, you know, a lot of the things that need to happen in order to, to get you there. Because we can understand it can be intimidating for a lot of new people, you know, trying to come in. Um, and we're trying to minimize that friction as much as possible. Uh, so, you know, anything on the education side that can be done for that, we'll, we'll certainly look at for sure. Going back a little bit, I'm curious, have you always had a technical background or is that something that you've developed since Bitcoin? And also maybe talk a little bit about how this developed from a hobby. Like it's interesting that an an invoicing business was your hobby, but just kind of curious, maybe could you share some of those fill in the gaps as far as your background and how ZapRite developed from a hobby into the business that it is today? Yeah, absolutely. So I'm Irish. I grew up in Ireland. I went to... uh art school, went to college, uh, art college in Ireland. 
I did uh, graphic design, traditional graphic design, typography, like color texture, all those kind of things, uh, art history. Um, so, you know, design for print was really where, you know, my passion was at the beginning, what I went through school for. Um, and then I ended up doing like uh, an additional uh, add-on degree in multimedia design. So when I came out of uh, school, I very quickly went into, uh, you know, um, contracting. I worked for a couple of companies for like the first kind of two years when I came out of uh out of college in Ireland, but then quickly went into contracting um, and very soon started to teach myself HTML, CSS, and then, you know, I started building WordPress websites. Um, and then I started like designing custom WordPress websites myself because I had that design background, which eventually led me to learn PHP so I could actually custom build the custom sites that I was designing. Um, and so my kind of like technical, uh, you know, path was like a very long, slow one. Um, it was more just coming from the design side um, was really kind of the, the biggest, um, you know, factor on, uh, on what I was doing and what I was working on. And then about, uh, like I said, about three, four years ago, four years ago at this stage, I started looking more into the UI, UX uh, end of things. And I was living in Canada and I was using uh, Bull Bitcoin, which is, um, I don't know if you've heard of it, but it's, you know, mm -hmm. one, of the, one of the biggest exchanges, uh, definitely the biggest probably in Canada and one of the biggest around the world, but they're like absolutely amazing service. Um, and I started, uh, I basically just kind of like, you know, did a mock-up over a weekend for, you know, redesigning their whole web app. And I just sent it to Francis, the CEO, and I said, hey, look, long-term customer, like, love your service, but like, you know, your design could use a bit of work and here's something I, I did over the weekend. Um, and he loved it and he hired me to do some uh, contract work and that's uh, where, um, you know, the need came then to actually invoice in Bitcoin. I needed a proper invoice. I was trying to run a CASA node, one of the original CASA nodes, and I was trying to, uh, you know, get PTT pay server up and running and get like URLs exposed to the public so I could send these invoices and it was like, you know, it, it was tricky for me to figure this out. Um, so I always had this idea in the back of my head like that I would build something like that, right? Like a very simple invoicing tool just to kind of, you know, figure it all out. Um, and I'd never coded in JavaScript. I'd never built like a modern like web stack app or anything like that um, before. Um, but uh, through working with Bull Bitcoin and, and Verify in Montreal, um, I met uh, my current uh, technical advisor for Zapright, Nate, um, and he basically helped me um, get zap right off the ground so he you know helped with the the tech stack and the framework and getting everything like up and running and the ci and all that kind of stuff um ready to go and kind of walked me through how to like get started um and then i basically just kind of rolled up my sleeves and learned javascript and started building out the app um like i said as a kind of solid like side hobby project um and then eventually it kind of grew to where it is today so that's kind of my my long and long and slow um you know, journey into the tech side of things, but my background is still very much um, design for sure. And what would you like ZapRite to be able to do in the future? Like right now, obviously, you've been talking about the minimum viable product, but let's say a few years, maybe even within a couple of years, where would you like to see ZapRite? Like what, how, how robust of a tool would you like it to be? Or are you going to kind of stay in a particular lane and just be really good at that particular thing? The invoicing tool that I built kind of like sparked this idea of, you know, merchant tools in general. So as I mentioned before, like POS, um, you know, checkouts, like payment links, um, you know, event tickets, like donation pages, crowdfunding, things like that. 
all of these tools are things that people will need as we go forward. Like particularly in the you know the creator economy is um, you know is something that's only getting bigger. So if we can like if I can build Zapbyte into a, a tool that's extremely useful for for people to be able to very quickly onboard to Bitcoin to taking Bitcoin payments, whether a freelancer, a contractor, or a small business, um, to have those tools there that make it like so easy, just like you know one click beautiful UI UX stuff that they don't have to worry about the technical background. You know, that's the kind of short to medium term play. And then the longer term play, I think, is the accounting side of it. Because that's where, you know, um, you know, I think that whole space over the next decade is just going to, like, explode. Um, you know, we still need accounting tools. Like, no matter what, you know, whether we're running our business on a fiat standard or a Bitcoin standard, every business needs to know whether they're successful or not. They need to see, you know, their income, their expenditure, their, their account balances, things like that, profit, loss, unrealized gains. Um, all of that stuff needs to be in there. And I think we have a fantastic opportunity to rebuild this stuff from the ground up on Bitcoin. I don't think it's going to be good enough to just kind of, you know, add BTC as another ticker symbol into QuickBooks and have it as another currency in there. I think we actually start need to look at building tools that, you know, talk directly with the time chain or talk directly with your node. Um, because if we can do that, then like that plays nicely into the self-sovereignty aspect of it because then we can literally just provide software and UI UX wrappers that anybody can, you know, install on a, on a Start9 or an Umbro or a MyNode and it's just connected directly to their node or to their XPUB or whatever it might be and then they can get all of these amazing tools that just run on top of it um, so that's the kind of that's the kind of bit that you know as crazy as it sounds excites me I know accounting is generally not an exciting um, area but I think we do have this amazing opportunity to actually build like from the ground up like some new accounting tools on Bitcoin rather than you know trying to bolt Bitcoin into the existing fiat accounting tools um, so I think that space is going to be like, you know, great space to be in over the next like decade. Well, that was actually sort of the next question I was planning to ask. But what does ZapRite bring that something like a QuickBooks or Square doesn't currently have? Like what can ZapRite do because of its connection to Bitcoin that may not have been possible before or that could really help businesses in the future? Yeah. So, um, you know, I think, as I mentioned you know, building directly on top of Bitcoin, I think, has, has many advantages, not just from the, the privacy aspect of it, but also um, th there's just so much more in a Bitcoin transaction than there is in a fiat transaction, right? You know, you've got inputs, outputs, fees, um, you know, there's going to be a lot more things that are, that are happening in the future around DLCs and, and taproot and, you know, smart contracts and multi-sigs and things like this. Um, so we have to be able to recognize all these different types of transactions, split them apart, look at different like fees, inputs, outputs, like I mentioned. And I think there's just a much um, deeper integration um, that can be done. I think, you know, we have programmable money, so we need to actually, you know, be able to harness that and use it to its full potential rather than, like I said, somebody like QuickBooks might just, you know, throw in BTC as another ticker symbol in their in their dashboard and like away you go with some kind of basic features. Um, but I think I think the big play is to actually just rebuild from the ground up and, you know, learn to learn to interact directly with the time chain and, and provide, you know, the services that, you know, we can actually do because we have a much more powerful programmable money now. Well maybe before we finish up today could you plug anything else, maybe uh, 
fill us in on anything that we haven't talked about that you want listeners to be sure they're aware of. And then also let people know where they can go to find out more about ZapRite and to sign up if they're interested in giving it a test run. Absolutely, yeah. Um, I mean, one of the things I guess I can finish up on is something that uh, we kind of, you know, talked about at the start in the five questions and, and something that I'm, I'm kind of like, you know, extremely passionate about. Um, you know, one of, the, one of the things that, you know, as I mentioned before, I've been in and around Bitcoin since 2013, but always in the back of my head, it was like, how can I get involved? How can I get involved? I want to do something. But I always said to myself, like, oh, I'm not a developer. I can't do anything. I can't like, you know, you know, look at pull requests. I can't review code. And, you know, I'm not like, I'm not part of this scene. I'm just kind of looking from the outside. Um, but, you know, over time, I, I quickly realized that everything is going to need like to change in a Bitcoin world. And we're going to need skill sets from like so many different people in so many different industries. So no matter what your skill set is, I think if you have a passion and you have an idea, get to your local meetups, like get interacting with your local Bitcoin community and start talking to people and say, hey, I'm a Bitcoiner. This is what I do for a living. This is the idea I have. I guarantee you, you're going to find people who are going to like put you in touch with somebody else or they're going to pull a small group together and say, hey, why don't you guys, there's a hackathon coming up next month. Why don't you guys sit down and try and like, you know, blast out a little project together? Because um, that's the type of thing that I think I'm really passionate about. And I see that happening a lot in, in here in Austin and and in uh, Nashville, as recently down in Nashville as well, the same type of thing is just springing up around the country. Um, so if that's a you know a little a little kind of you know bit of uh, inspiration I can leave with people is like just get involved, show up, turn up at the meetups, um, and put yourself in there, and, and great things uh, will happen. Yeah, and then on the uh, on the Zapright side of things, um, yeah, just hit zapright.com, check out the website app.zapright.com is the app you can sign up you just need an email address and okyc and uh try it out yeah just get in there create an account click around we'd love to uh get feedback and uh user requests suggestions things like that um and then you can find me personally on twitter john john underscore zapright um yeah and just hit me up uh, if you want to help onboarding or you've got feature suggestions or you just want to chat bitcoin always there john thank you so much for your time today it's been a pleasure absolutely thanks for having me josh appreciate it All right, friends, it's a wrap. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Business Bitcoinization Show. If you want to reach out, our email is info at bizbitshow.com. Also, if you haven't done so yet, go ahead and scroll on down to the show notes. There you'll find ways to connect with me and our guest, as well as our excellent sponsors who can help you succeed in your life and in your business. Keep building, keep growing, and until next time, keep living and leading well. If you're a regular listener of the podcast, thank you. If you want to take a further step in your support for the show, you can help us grow by listening on Fountain, a value-for-value podcast app on iOS or Android. If you hear something you like that you disagree with or anything else, you can share it by sending some sats and adding a comment with your thoughts. Some of you have already done this, and I appreciate it. I'm going to begin reading your boosts on upcoming episodes, so if you have some insight or value to add, let the people know. Getting started with Fountain is easy. You can add Bitcoin to your Fountain wallet by using your fiat accounts or any lightning wallet and one of my favorite features is that once you're using the app you can earn sats just by listening on fountain check out the link in the show notes to get started with fountain today